0: and welcome back to another episode of the public announcement podcast and today we are going to be speaking about self-help gurus and well businessmen well yeah that's the main topic i would call it like that and um, well in the recent years i don't think we need hard on data and facts to see that there have been quite Popular trends popping up. I've talked about a few of them, right? There has been the entire boom in the dating market, and many of the coaches came to platforms such as YouTube, Twitter, and they've created their own websites. And the same is true for self help. To define self help, everything that is focused on helping an individual to succeed in life or at least manage a certain part of his life, whether that is like internal success like you become more calm and you can take care of your emotions and you're a stable functioning individual or some kind of outer success like you have money or a successful business or you just get better in job everything that fills into this category i define as self-help just so we come off on a clean sheet and then we don't start arguing what is self-help? This is what I'm going to be talking about. In my opinion, the industry is booming, and later on I will provide you facts which prove it. Because well, today we even got some prominent household names which have made their money in the self-help business. You've got people like uh Dean Graziosi, right? You saw his ads on YouTube probably. You got people like Sam Ovens, that guy was quite popular on YouTube too, you know. He had a lot of advertising, and and of course, Jordan Peterson, right? Y- you might say, well, Jordan Jordan Peterson doesn't belong to the self-help industry, he does. He does write books, he he held his seminars to help individuals, again, that's my definition of self-help. He definitely is part of it. However, in my opinion, the, the entire industry is screwed, or at least it's not what it began with. It's not the idea of helping the individual, but again, cashing on it. And today I will discuss about um, why I think this and some reasons and at the end of the day I will just tell you how to get out of the cycle of the self-help and I will explain that later but let's begin. Remember as I said that self-help is supposed to be targeted towards individuals and the individuals is the important word in this case. Because that means that everybody's got their own needs and everybody's got their own personal struggle. We are all individuals. You listening to this podcast, you have different struggles and different viewpoint on the world as I have, right? You do different things. You probably don't do a podcast in your free time, right? That's what I do. That's my kind of niche. And you maybe, I don't know, read a few books or study physics for what, for whatever I care. You know, you do you. And uh, while some of these books, th- these are mainly self-help books that I have a problem with, they do provide some useful tools or or back it up with like evidence, right? They like provide these motivational sheets where you can write down your goals or find purpose in life. 95, and I would even say more, but let's stick to 95. 95% of these books just repeat what was said in different words. It's all about productivity. It's all about not procrastinating. It's all about cold showers and meditation. It's always about well you gotta do this and 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 and, and when you wake up you gotta do exactly this in half an hour right and that is not what we need those are not universally applied laws just because for me cold showers work and i feel whatever fucking empowered i should feel after them i don't i'm just using that as an example right that doesn't mean that the next individual that we read the book will do the exact same thing and get the exact same results. I think this is what the entire industry is failing to understand. Or maybe they understand it and they have not yet addressed it or nobody has. The self-help industry cannot be targeted towards general public when it doesn't write general rules. It doesn't take consideration for each individual, right? What it basically does is sets up with some routines, right? It's like you have to wake up at 5 a.m. I've seen books like that. I've read books like that. They have like, oh, you know, successful people. They wake up at 5 a.m. I don't fucking know. Maybe they do. But does that make me successful? Just because now I will start waking up at 5 a.m. You know, some people might feel motivated. Some people might be morning birds and they might be like, all right, you know, that's cool with me. But some people like to sleep longer. What about those people? And, you know, those people will be just like, oh, I'm not good enough. I have to force myself into this. You don't have to force yourself into anything. Yes, there are certain habits that you shouldn't do. Like, if you want to be successful in life, it sure doesn't help to be addicted to drugs or cigarettes or alcohol. I mean, that just puts you down at the end of the day. But if we are talking about success, if we are talking about making money, if we are talking about the success that many people imagine when I say success, big cars, big house, nice life, lots of of finances, pretty much financial stability. You cannot apply general rules to the public since everybody has a different starting ground, different education, different surroundings, and different personality. Just because Steve Jobs or, or Bill Gates or Elon Musk have made it does not mean that by following their exact routines, we are going to make it too. They might have been just lucky or they might have done something that we cannot do in our current age because, well, that was the thing that was there many people fail to understand this and they and and well and well that's the entire problem that's what i'm saying these books are not helping by providing uh, just some facts or some routines of successful people because it's not targeted towards the individual but not but what about seminars what about um when these when these authors or motivators or whatever or these gurus come out and talk to the public even then, it's just discussing questions or something. Even when they discuss questions, it has become this sick thing. Like, you have to pay in order for somebody to discuss your questions. Like, okay, I get that the guy doesn't have, doesn't have time to answer all questions. But, I mean, it's a seminar people paid for. So, you're just going to take money for answering the questions. And then what? You're going to talk five minutes of, o- about them. Okay, one of the problems is solved. But what about the other 20? it doesn't help and and that's where i get to the uh, second point of this entire podcast that for most of these people it's all about business i do believe and i stand behind the idea that self help began as something that was supposed to unite the community it it began as a good idea right because successful people they said like okay you know uh, i had it hard when i was succe- uh, when i was building my business how about i make it a bit easier for other people and they wrote a book about their experiences i mean i think it all began the entire self-help business began with those autobiography books there was a boom in those maybe 10 years ago or seven many people would buy these books they would study the life of like very successful people and they would say like oh you know i do the same thing oh i must be successful now again individual but it doesn't work but let's get back to the business idea many people think that people who do self-help or are just like givers to the community right but let's look at the hard-on statistics on how big of a market we are talking about. Personal coaching. Alright, those are the guys who speak directly to the people, right? The people, people, guys who directly help an individual. In 2016, it was a $1.2 billion industry. I repeat, $1.2 billion industry. That's counting US only. I am not an economics expert, but that's a shit ton of money. And the even more interesting is that at 2011 it was only a 707 million dollar business in 5 years those people were able to make 300 million more per year and it is expected that in 2022 it will be a 1.34 billion business that means there will be a 6.7 growth a year that is amazing stats for a business and people and people still think these people are some kind of charities just giving to the community. These people are earning big time. This is not some low paying job or some or some or some charity where you give up your money and you never see, never see it again. You write a book, yes, of course you invest some time in it. But most of the time you've got like an entire team working around it. You write some basic script, they repair it, they do the cover, they do the marketing, they sell it and you earn big money. Even with personal coaching, right? The biggest complaint in the industry is incompetence because there is no pinpoint of what is a personal coach. People who are unqualified to even fucking do shit become personal coaches and they speak bullshit and people listen to them in hopes of I don't fucking know of what somebody makes a business somebody starts making money and he's like oh I know everything I'm going to speak to the world on how to be successful and and that just doesn't work that way there is no diploma that personal coaches get that actually qualifies them to be a personal coach right when you've got people like psychologists you have to have a diploma or you have to have a school behind you there is no school for personal coaches these people are not qualified this is their they are speaking their life experience here this is what you've got to understand and people from speaking their life experience are it's a 1.02 billion dollar industry just from people speaking their life experience and and assuming they know what's right now that's a little bit too much money for that but let's look at self-help books in today's era amazon which is pretty much, for many people, a go-to place when they buy books, right? People still go, but not in such numbers, into physical bookstores. Amazon has right now 28 different categories under the name tag of self-help. There are so many books being published, they have to make 28 different categories just to not stack it up all on one page. And in 2016, these books became an $800 million market. Just the books alone We're talking about print. Books are not as popular as it was in the 70s or 80s. It's not like everybody buys books these days. I mean, there have been some big titles, but most of these books are unknown to the common public. It's just the people that uh, buy them or are in in this cycle of self-help know about these books. And again, there's a 6% of growth estimated per year it's a growing market it isn't like stable or it's slowing down it's growing six percent per month uh, per year that's amazing and and people still think the- these people are charities and they don't give anything uh, back to the co- they give back to the community they're like some kind of i don't fucking know messiahs they just speak and waste their time speaking and even if the stats prove the point right? Just look around you. I go to physical bookstores to buy books because it's much simpler for me than ordering from Amazon, right? But think about, but when I come to the bookstore, there are more and more aisles every single year dedicated to self-help. In one bookstore that I particularly go to, there is like one quarter of the bookstore is just self-help. That wasn't there five years ago, I remember it. Just look around you, observe. On YouTube, there are shit ton of motivational channels and everybody's speaking everything. There are these motivational videos that take excerpts from somebody's speech, put over some very dramatic music and put some stock footage behind them. And those videos rack up millions of views. There are these channels, as I already said, Jordan Peterson, Sam Owens, Dean Graziosi, these all have YouTube channels with thousands and thousands of thousands of views. These are not some small-time industry that free people are doing and they're earning $50 all together. This is a big fucking industry. And, and and another thing is that people think when a book is published or something that that somehow qualifies the offer, but you have to understand the entire business, the, the entire self-help industry is about business the people who publish the books do do you think they really care about what's inside them whether that's true they investigate to a certain extent but not really i mean as long as it makes money and it makes the customers not like riot against the book selling company everything is okay and most of the time when a book sales goes wrong, it's not the publishing company that takes the toll, it's the offer, right? You won't buy a next book from the author, but you will sure as shit buy a book from the publishing company. Because at the end of the day, the publishing company does not have to do anything with the content. So just because something is printed does not mean something is true. For example, today you can get Hitler's Mein Kampf with an ease. If bookstores actually cared about the content, they wouldn't sell it. It's a racist book. It's a book for degenerates. But it's sold because it makes money, because there is a market dedicated to it. So remember, just because a book has a hard copy and it's a book, it doesn't actually mean shit. It's not somehow credible now. It's more credible than some internet forum, of course, but not credible enough. And mainly when it's a life story. Those are not credible at all. And let's get to the main problematic, right? Because at the end of the day, there is a crossfire. There is always a crossfire. And it's the people who get caught in the middle that are the most influenced by it. I've seen people that fall into the self-help cycle, where they constantly spend their money because they buy and buy and buy more of their products. It's exactly like the red pill, red pillers. They sell you content piece by piece and you never just get enough and you always feel like you just gotta pay for the next video, for the next book, attend the next seminar and then you'll be better. But now it's not about women, right? It's not so simple. It's about succeeding. Everybody wants to succeed. Everybody wants to have money. So it's like there is a much greater excuse because when you say to a guy who is obsessed with dating, like, okay, don't waste your life on dating, There is a certain ground to your argument, but don't waste your life getting successful. That doesn't even make fucking sense. These people are delusional. Not the people selling the books, but the people buying them. Because they think these books will actually help them somehow. But what they do is read the book once, they put it on the shelf and forget everything that was said there and go back to the bad habits. And when they realize, oh, I'm back in the shithole I came from, they buy another book and the cycle repeats. And the people earn more money. That's why these books don't actually give a shit what they say. Because people will buy them anyway. And you can see people which are genuinely trying to implement these books. They they act like fucking AI. They're so unnatural. You can see a guy from a mile away that, f- that just finished reading How to Win Friends and Influence people just walking around and talking shit. It's one of the worst things I've seen. And I know people like this. I know people who think there are some entrepreneurs just by sitting on their ass and reading books all day. And knowing big names in the industry. Think about the big names in the industry. Do you think Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, they needed some fucking bullshit-ass books? to read do you think steve jobs sat down and started reading seven habits of highly effective people and then he was just like oh oh i'm gonna make apple now that's a great idea guys what you think no these people acted on what they wanted steve jobs wanted a company with computers he wanted to make a computer which is consumer friendly he did it But not because he read some fucking book, but because he actually got up and did the hard work. People these days are so hesitant to actually do the hard work. It's the same with dating. It's the same with revolutionary action. It's the same fucking thing with becoming successful. Nobody becomes successful reading a book and then starting a business. Businesses fail. In America, right? 50%, more than half businesses... More than 50% businesses fail after the first four years. You're essentially establishing a foundation which is supposed to feed you for your entire life and even for generation. And you're so fucking incompetent it doesn't even last for years. 46% of these businesses fail because of incompetence. Because somebody doesn't have a fucking marketing plan. Because somebody doesn't have a fucking idea what they're doing. And somebody doesn't know what market do they actually target and what people do they speak to. And I bet your ass they've read ten thousand books about how to become successful, and they follow these shitty ass morning routines. They like wake up at five o'clock and they ha- they have like a hour long meditation session at the balcony, inhaling the fucking pollution from the city, thinking there's some Buddha or something, and and and, and that that they they think that's gonna make them super productive. That's gonna make them gods. No, it's not. Action, action, and action is going to make you godly. Action, action, and action is going to make you successful. There is no guarantee in this world that you ever be super rich. But if you define success yourself, if you say, well, my success will be if I will learn to play the piano. Well, I'll tell you honestly, it's a piece of work to learn the piano, but it's not unachievable, right? You and 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 you do that, and well, you succeeded because you define success yourself. Many people want to have a business or a company because they want to sit down at a bar at some point and just be like, "Oh, I have this company. Look at me, Mr. Incredible, coming through." Uh, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, these big names, these these uh, snake oil uh, entrepreneurs like to like to name as their examples you know these people don't think like that these people are silly seriously aware seriously invested in what they were doing and they did it because they enjoyed it and liked it do you think Elon Musk makes Tesla because well he wants to show off do you think Steve Jobs did Apple because he wanted to show off do you think Bill Gates still runs Microsoft because he wants to show off No, they don't. They have serious passion in those things. And it's perfectly okay if you don't have passion in business. You don't have to be a businessman. For all I care, you can be a specialist. I would suggest to people who are interested in business, really think about if it's a life worth leading. Because it sounds like it's a very good thing to be your own boss, but when you you boil it down, it isn't so... Good, it isn't so glorious as everybody imagines. It's a lot of hard work and decisions you have to make for yourself and others. You can become a specialist and earn a shit ton of money if that's what you're after. And I would much rather have people who invest their time and money not reading stupid ass books and listening to seminars, but reading, for example, books on your specialization. Let's say you want to become a, a quantum physicist. Why don't you, instead of buying seven habits of highly effective people, buy some book about quantum physics or watch some videos on it? I don't know. I'm not much of a physics guy. I I don't know how that shit works. But there sure is some big prominent names in the business, even IT business or even. And okay, let's say you want to start a business. Do Do you really need books to help you get to business? If you do, then you don't even fucking start it. People who have an idea and a vision don't need to read how to establish the vision, life finds a way. You find a way, you find some creative way to market it, to put it onto the market and there still is no chance of you succeeding. Many people want the comfort of knowing that okay, I'll start my business now, and it'll be all, uh, it'll be all nice and dandy, and we'll go, you know, and it will be very simple, and I will earn a ton of money. It doesn't happen. There is there is no guarantee in you earning your money back when you start your business. It's one of the risks you've got to have. That's why people choose those secure jobs right because where well, you've got certain money per certain month it's, it's not bad to work a nine to five job it's exhausting as hell of course it is but it's not something you should be ashamed of it's not something bad to work a nine to five job it really isn't and, and 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 these people want you to think it is because they don't earn money from people who work casual jobs So, a sum up because I feel like this entire video was just me being angry because I get angry very easily. Don't buy stupid books, instead, invest the money in the specialization or the certain field you want to be good at, and mainly try to look for free resources. That's the most, that's the best advice I can give you, and this one is one I can swear with my life that this one applies to every single individual that will listen to this podcast. Free resource, we live in a digital era where there is knowledge and knowledge and knowledge accessible to us at the tip of our fingers. With, with the click of a mouse and typing on a keyboard, we can access it. So use the fucking resources that are for free and don't constantly buy something to, to fulfill the feeling that you've done something. Till this very day, I haven't bought a single motherfucking thing on how to run a podcast. On how to do advertising on Instagram. Hell nah. I learned everything from free resources and my experience. And I'm hell of a proud of it. And I define my success by starting this podcast. Not by the podcast reaching 100 million subscribers or whatever. So you can say I'm successful. And hell yeah I am. And that's all you need in life. To define your success, find your passion, and stop buying stupid-ass books. All you need. And with that, I end my episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll see each other in two weeks.